from hidden local hotspots to outrageous wildlife rescues and trend-setting hotels. WestCoastTraveler.com shares the latest travel news from your local community and beyond. Travel the spectacular west coast of the U.S. and Canada without leaving your armchair and start taking notes for your next adventure. Make your next vacation or staycation the best it can be. Visit westcoasttraveler.com. PQ Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. Sigmund Sword of Qualicum Beach is a volunteer pilot with Hope Air. He drops by the studio to chat and tell us about it. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, Sigmund. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me on. It's great to be here. In addition to being a captain in the Royal Canadian Air Force, airline pilot, flight instructor, you've been a volunteer pilot for the last four years for Hope Air, which provides free travel and accommodations for folks in financial need. And for those who are accessing medical care far from home, how did you become involved? Over the years, I was aware of Hope Air and Angel Flight both. And when I came into ownership of an aircraft, it allowed me to step forward and provide my aircraft and my expertise and assist others in accessing their medical care. Each organization has quite a lengthy process in applying to become a volunteer pilot. And Hope Air reviewed my application and really loved my Air Force background and my airline experience and took me into the fold. In terms of the number of the people that Hope Air helps, how many trips are we talking about a year? How many people are we talking about? Over 10,000 per annum nationally. I'm just a small airplane, and there are a whole bunch of us across the country that do this, uh, but we don't fly the lion's share of those movements. The commercial airliners fly most of those, and you appreciate the Canadian winters. There aren't very many volunteer pilots flying patients in winter in Canada. It's mostly fair weather flying. So how many pilots do you think would be in the program in the Parksville, Qualicum Beach area or on Vancouver Island? There's just going to be a handful of us on Vancouver Island, and I know there are three in Vancouver for sure. I've met them, spoken with them, shared um, our experiences and so forth. And I've also met the National uh, Hope Air fundraising team at an annual gathering in Vancouver. So I know some of those personalities as well. As I'm only year four, I'm still getting to know some of the names and of the people that do amazing work down east. And that's where things are run out of. My computer is my communication with them and that's where I get my flying assignments and so forth. So would most of your flights be from this area to Vancouver? They are typically because I'm on Vancouver Island I'll handle patients from Vancouver Island or nearby Campbell River, Powell River, Vancouver, Squamish. It depends on the availability of myself and the weather as well as other pilots in the program. So I think there'd be a real need for that type of a program especially for folks that can't sit in their vehicle I'm not at liberty to divulge names, of course, unless they want that done. And I do have one passenger who's a public figure for organ transplant program here in British Columbia. And Darby's quite public about his case. But it is to say that some patients are in, in great discomfort, even though they're ambulatory. And so a quicker trip in a small aircraft direct takes a lot of the edge and stress off of a lengthy travel via a bus. Some take a train on the mainland down to the lower mainland if they can't get a flight, and that's arduous for some patients. Pilots stepping forward and being able to get somebody to medical need quickly and comfortably is a real help to these folks. 
In addition to uh, volunteering your time, I understand you also volunteer your services in your plane for fundraising efforts. That's right. Hope Air reached out to me early on, and it's part of the application process. They make you aware that there are fundraising efforts of all kinds across the, the country, one of which is the appeal that flying in a small plane offers the public for a scenic flight. Or sometimes they'll put a flight together with a, a golfing weekend package, for instance, in Vernon or Kelowna, and they'll ask we volunteer pilots if we would be that pilot that would donate our time to allow Hope Air to raise the money they need to help these patients get to their... Discover what's happening around our province with todayinbc.com. Sign up today to get the latest news right to your inbox and never miss the news that's important to you and your family. From community news in your neighborhood to what's happening in our province, your source for daily news is todayinbc.com. From hidden local hotspots to outrageous wildlife rescues and trend-setting hotels, westcoasttraveler.com shares the latest travel news from your local community and beyond. Travel the spectacular west coast of the U.S. and Canada without leaving your armchair and start taking notes for your next adventure. Make your next vacation or staycation the best it can be. Visit westcoasttraveler.com. Is it time to upgrade to a vehicle that's right for your needs today? Get all the options you need at todaysdrive.com. Brought to you by Black Press Media. We'll get you into the perfect vehicle without the struggle of hours spent trying to find what's right for you. We're here to help make your search quick and easy, connecting you with a huge inventory of new and used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Powered by Black Press Media. Visit todaysdrive.com medical appointments. Does Hope Air work with the Canadian Cancer Society in helping patients uh, traveling for care? They do. They work with a whole host of organizations. Again, the Hope Air website says a lot about that. So if somebody wanted to volunteer or donate their time to Hope Air, they would find that information on the website? Absolutely. It's user-friendly. They're easy to get a hold of. You can phone them. You can email them. They really are accommodating and, and helpful. It, it, the personalities that are on the other end of the email or the telephone line are just really selfless, wonderful people trying to make a positive difference for patients in need, and I think they're a really effective team. And on the other end of that, I guess, if there's folks out there who are wondering if they would qualify for some help in accommodations or travel, they would find that information as well? Absolutely. It's all there on the Hope Air website. I know in the past, Sigmund, and you have traveled to Oshkosh, Wisconsin, for the huge annual air show, gathering of aviation enthusiasts. And it's what Sturgis is to bikers, I guess, for small planes. Did you attend this year? I did. I flew my aircraft from Qualicum all the way to uh, Oshkosh, Wisconsin, over two days. It was 15 hours of flying one way. And I stayed in uh, the Winnipeg area overnight en route before clearing U.S. Customs the next day and arriving Oshkosh. If you went to Radar 24 and had a look at how many hundreds of planes are arriving per hour, and it is hundreds of planes per hour, and there are three planes landing simultaneously, it's a real incredible experience. And I went as a volunteer working for Canadian Owner Pilots Association. I'm the director for British Columbia and Yukon, and I staffed the boot for the entire week of uh, Oshkosh this year. And there's a plethora of everything and anything that flies, everything from... Uh, modified 747s to the smallest ultralight that you could 
put a little dog in. But it's just an amazing place. It's one of those greatest show on earth experiences. And everyone there is just an aviation enthusiast to the nth degree. And every day there were amazing people and amazing things that unfold. I consider myself very lucky to have been. I should ask you on that note, what do you think the future is for personal small air flight? If you've been to Oshkosh on occasions and seen some of the new ideas that are coming out. I remember when I was a young guy, I used to see cars with fold-up wings in my copies of Mechanics Illustrated. And now with uh, technology and AI, I wonder if I'll have a set of wings for my van soon. And I share that journey. And I did my homework going to Oshkosh, so I knew that there would be some pretty amazing things to see, and indeed there was. There are a number of flying cars around the world these days being test-flown in Europe and Asia. At Oshkosh this year, I got to sit in and be up close to a pilotless air taxi, a six-seater, a big yellow taxi, six engines, vertical takeoff landing, fully autonomous. And it's being flown in a test bed currently. The evening air show at Oshkosh, this air taxi flew. The fifth-generation copy of it flew. The sixth generation was the one that was in the showroom. It's more than fascinating to be standing in front of something that's here. You just touched on things that you and I were aware of growing up. Everybody's got a Dick Tracy watch now. We've got the world in a phone in our pocket. More computing power than the Apollo rockets had going to the moon. And we have even fully autonomous automobiles now. Many of us in our community are driving semi-autonomous vehicles and I've been finding that the human psyche is having some difficulty getting ready for a fully autonomous flight in an air taxi. Can you imagine today just dialing 1-800-TAXI and this flying machine lands outside your door, you climb in, strap in, there may be some other people there that you're sharing the ride with. It already knows where you're going and it just takes off and takes you there. No pilot, it's here. It's mind-blowing, and it's yeah, simply amazing. Uber Air. Uber Air. I forget the name of the company that was at Oshkosh. If any of your listeners have time, to, they could go to the Oshkosh website and take a look at the company that's doing it and learn a little bit more if they're so inclined. I encourage them to do so. Just a little anecdote. Locally, I was uh, admonished by a mother in a parking lot for supposedly tailgating her vehicle, and she had a baby on board and so forth, but I softly said the vehicle was on cruise control. So it's a semi-autonomous vehicle, Transport Canada, and the car maker. I've got this all figured out. It's computers that do it. I said, I'm a mere human. I need thinking time for braking distances and so forth. So I said, it's here. I wasn't being a bad driver. I was just on cruise control. The lady was surprised and so it was another interesting human interaction about autonomous vehicles so we're having troubles adjusting to cars let alone <laughs> flying machines and i don't know if hope air is is going to get on board with pilotless aircraft taking patients to care it's an interesting future ahead early days thanks for being with us today thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here captain sigmund sort of colican beach that's this edition of PQB. If you have comments or suggestions, you'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media.